So open up your morning light and say a little prayer for I. You know that if we are to stay alive and see the Podcast. I'm Jackie. Original. Uh, I know we haven't really had an episode in a while, not a real one anyway, so uh, sorry to keep we're you back. guys waiting. I know you've been dying for an episode. Um, yeah, because we're, we're, we're back in the New York groove now. So. <laughs> back in the New York groove. I mean, yes, because this episode takes place in takes New York place City. In New York. Um, I've also been in job interviews in New York City three times this week. So you're so. literally in the New York groove. Yes, I'm in the New York, New York groove. The only city I've been to in the recent past is Boston, so that's not exactly the oh, New York groove. Oh, was Boston? Group. It was awesome. We didn't, like, venture out into too much of the city. We stayed in the Seaport area, which is South Boston. It's all, like, a new neighborhood. That like, Everything there is pretty much new, and it's still, like, being built. Apparently, it used to be, like, the bad neighborhood, um, but it's oh, really right. cool now. Like, it's very hip. Um, and cool. it's all like young people and young things and, um, yeah, we had like really good food and it was so much fun. We, Laugh Boston is such a cool venue. If you ever get a chance to go to a show there, really? I highly recommend it. Yeah. It's just like, like a, a true comedy club, you know, like the way it's set yeah. up, the tables, everything. It's a true comedy club, but it's nice and it's cool. And the guys who we saw, we saw Small Town Murder. For any of you who listen to it or don't listen to it, you should. They're really funny. Um, and they always talk about how the comedy club scene is dying and going to shows there and spending your money and going and supporting smaller acts at comedy clubs is really good because it helps keep those places in business. Because now, like, the really big people, like, even My Favorite Murder, they perform at big theaters. They don't perform at comedy yeah, clubs. Yeah, they don't perform at little comedy clubs. Right. Yeah. It's mostly small people that people don't know. So when when a podcast, like Small Town Murder, that's pretty popular but not crazy famous, like My Favorite Murder, performs at a, at a comedy club, that makes those places a lot of money. So um, yeah. he, they've gone on rants about that on their podcast before. So I want to talk about it on here. I know we're not comedians and we're probably never going to perform at a comedy club but for people who listen to podcasts you probably listen to a lot of comedy podcasts and a lot of them are probably comedians that are trying to make it and they probably do perform at comedy clubs so it's, it's something to think about because I do think that that's really important keeping places like that in business um yeah, yeah we had so much fun so laugh Boston you should go there it's in a hotel but it's like its own little thing oh really yeah and they have food there and drinks and they have these things on the table that it's like a little number and you could go on your phone and use that number to order stuff and then they'll bring it out to you. So that way you don't have That's to like cool. order, like the waitress doesn't Talk have to be to walking around talking to people during a comedy show. That. Yeah, That's isn't that cool? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> There's a comedy club in New Brunswick. Really? Have you ever been to that one? No. The Stress Factory? Oh yeah, I've, I've heard of it. I've never been there, but yeah. I've heard of it. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw Alana Glazer there. Oh yeah, that's right. You did. Which was really cool. I wish I could have seen her there. That's really yeah, awesome. If you feel like going ever, we should go. We should. I like comedy shows, even if I don't know the person. It's it's cool. Yeah, yeah. We went to one. We went to see one guy there though. We we just like went randomly on a whim, mm-hmm. and 
it, it, the guy was not our our vibe. Really? <laughs> yeah, we left. Yeah, I mean, that's going to happen once in a while. Oh, yeah. that sucks. That poor guy. <laughs> no, he was fine. He was yeah. a douche. Yeah. I mean, comedians are used to that. As long as you didn't heckle him, everything's it fine. It was just, we we, it, we just weren't his crowd, you yeah. know? Like, you know, I we feel were, you. We weren't. Yeah. Anyway. Absolutely. Uh, um, so, yeah. I have a few things that I need to tell you about. So, okay. number one. <laughs> this is my favorite one. Um, I don't know if you've seen this anywhere on the internet, but there's a new podcast on Podcast One called Make Spidey Famous Again, and it's Heidi and Spencer from oh my The God. Hills. <laughs> and it's like... It's a podcast? Yes, podcast? and I don't know anything about it. I just saw the picture for it, and it's like Heidi and Spencer and their child, and Heidi's holding it like by the crotch, like she's not even paying attention to the child, and he's like falling. I, and then she has this yeah. dumb look on her face, and Spencer's wearing like a big hat and just looks like he's like on vacation while Heidi's taking care of the children, and I think that's kind of the point. Uh, they're so weird i listened to a podcast molly molly mackler's podcast uh she had spencer on why what because she because she's like because it's funny he's hilarious it's terrible they're terrible people no you gotta listen like he's he was talking about like hummingbirds and stuff and how like they're magical i hate them on so i that's why she had him on because it was hilarious you don't watch jane the virgin right yeah, I do. You do? Did you watch the like most recent episodes? Is there a new season out? Yeah, currently? yeah. There's there's a new one out then, right now. Three episodes no, already I haven't. came out. Um, so I've seen it, all. Yeah, no. In one of them, um, <laughs> so you know, Rogelio had a baby with his boss. Yeah. So she, he's like, he decides that he wants to be a stay at home dad and just like take care of the baby, and um, this doesn't give anything away, so. Um, this is just like a random <laughs> thing that happens, but, um, he, so he's like staying at home with the baby and he's just taking a million pictures of her or him. I don't remember if it's a male or female baby. I, I don't care. Anyway. Um, uh, and, um, I forget who says it to him, but they're like famous people don't post. Oh, I think it's, I think it's her. I think it's the the mother of the baby. Like famous people don't post pictures of their baby. Oh, Heidi and Spencer do that. <laughs> i thought that was really funny i was like yeah exactly they're trashy yeah Um, they know they are because they want to so exactly they just want to be famous famous. that's the whole point of the podcast i guess make spidey famous again (laughs) sounds really great i know i I did no research about about it i don't know if it's even real i just saw a picture and i literally did no no other research at all other than that because I listen to a few podcasts that are about yeah. reality TV. It's it's a picture. It. It's a picture, and it looks like a podcast logo, and then underneath it says Podcast One. So it looks like it is a podcast, and I think that okay. that's what it is. Um, I'm just telling you, I did literally no research. So if anyone knows, <laughs> don't t- don't tell us because I don't care. Uh, no. <laughs> just kidding. Um, uh, okay, and then I had a few other things. Okay, so I. Finally did it, and I watched Riverdale. I only watched the first season, um, Mm -hmm. and I absolutely love it, and we definitely need to do an episode about it, so I don't want to talk too much about it, but I just want to say one thing. 
So we should wait until No, I know that that's literally what I just said. I don't want to talk okay. about it. I just want to say one thing. No, 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 no. I just mean like we should wait to do the episode until oh, yeah. after the this season is over. Yeah, and we, yeah. And we watch it. That yeah. was my plan, yeah, totally. Because we're 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 behind, so people aren't gonna Yeah, exactly. We should talk about, about what's season. new on. Yeah. yeah. Um anyway, go ahead. Anyway, so um I realized within the first couple episodes that Riverdale is um Dawson's Creek meets Pretty Little Liars, um, except yeah. it's better. Yeah. But I realize that the characters are the characters from Dawson's Creek, and Jughead is obviously Pacey. And you mentioned yeah. on our Dawson's Creek episode that Pacey references the West Memphis Three, and so does Jughead. And yeah. Ju- Jughead says, This is the best quote ever because what they were doing to him when they like were targeting him for that one episode really was the same like they're targeting him because he dresses weird and is like dark and mm-hmm. so he says quote those paradise lost kids went to death row because they wore black and listened to metallica and i was like yes and i was like don't worry juggy they got out of prison <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, I'm madly in love with him. I've been in love with Cole Sprouse since The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Um, and as he's gotten older, and uh, his, and Dylan, too, is cute. but not The a, other one, but yeah. I know they're <laughs> twins, but they really don't look the same. Like, Cole's, like, longer and th- slimmer. They have and a different look. Dylan is, yeah. like, a little bit more, like, yeah. And Cole is the cool, weird one, too. Mm-hmm. So I've yeah. always been in love with him. Um, and I'm so excited to see him in this role. He's so perfect. This, this show is so good. Uh, so we'll definitely talk about it and talk it's about it so more. It's so good. And I'm so excited for the Sabrina. Too. Oh my God, me too. Because it's, it's going to be the same vibe. Yeah, vibe it's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Even John likes Riverdale. At first, he was like iffy, but he got really into it. Um, and it really Isn't it really like what you want Pretty Little Liars to it be? It is. And like they wrap right? everything up within the first season, but they immediately go into the next thing. Like they it's don't, perfect. they it's don't drag dream. things yeah. out. They clearly thought it out and know what's there's happening. Mystery, exactly. There's mystery, suspense, there's, it's, and then, and there's still time for the relationships. Like you don't have to sacrifice one for the other. Exactly. And they do that successfully. They it's never great. have like a full episode where there's only relationship stuff and no mystery stuff like Pretty Little exactly. Liars does. Like they, yeah. they always do both at the same time. Um, and then on top of that, Luke Perry's in it. Molly Ringwald is in it. Madchen Amik is in it. And what the yeah. hell? When did she get old? I know. I, I saw know. her and I'm I like, mean, holy shit. Is that her? And I looked yeah. her up because I was like, maybe they did her makeup to make her look old. But no, that's what she looks like now. It's no, crazy. I mean, she was, yeah. I mean, even that show, that Witches of Witches East of East End. End. Was, she was, that she was looked. Old. That was but that was out a while ago. I know, like, but like that's the last time I saw her, yeah. and she still looked like she's like Younger. the most beautiful, like youthful. She really is. And now she's still beautiful, but she looks old, and I just wasn't expecting yeah. that, you know. Yeah. Like Molly Ringwald obviously has looked that way for a while, but like also I thought it was really she funny. Looks the same though. I thought it was really funny that Molly Ringwald is like the queen of the 80s and Luke Perry is a 90s heartthrob, but because he was way too old to be playing That's the true. character he was in the <laughs> 90s, they are like They're paired the same up. Age, yeah. I was laughing That's about so that. so true. I didn't even think about that. I was yeah. like, they played characters that were the same age as each other 10 years apart. <laughs> yeah. But Luke Perry was obviously not. Oh, yeah. 
a teenager. But also, he's had <laughs> he's that receding hairline right. since he was 25 playing a 16-year-old, and but he never went bald. He's still just as receded as ever. That happens to a lot of guys, though. They, their hairline recedes in their like, early 20s, and then it and just, just stops. stays that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's lucky, and he still looks really good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's not talk about Riverdale too much. Because <laughs> I do want to do an episode about it. I but. told you you would like it. Like, I feel so like you good. were, at first, you were like, uh, you weren't like, well, too that's about because it, Benjamin Light and Marco yeah. Sparks called it a quote, snooze fest. Um, they were wrong. <laughs> yeah, they were definitely wrong. And I don't always agree with them, but like, when they're very passionate about something, they're usually right, even if I don't agree with them. So I was like, eh. But yeah. um, I'm glad I watched it. But I have a couple other things, too. Um, okay, so I have one thing, too. This week, yeah. on, this week on What's the Tea, Titus Burgess and Shay Mitchell were the guests. Oh, I didn't listen to I usually I usually listen to that podcast. I haven't listened to that You should listen. Yet. It's so good. Like, they, they don't interview them at the same time. They do Titus, and then Shay comes later. Um, uh-huh. but they were, it's so good. I love, first of all, I love Titus. Uh, I think he's yeah. been on What's the Tea before and Shay Mitchell, Probably. like she's so boring in Pretty Little Liars, but that she, Shay Mitchell, the actress is a really interesting, funny, cool person. Yeah. I was really surprised. She's the character of Emily is yeah, boring. She's yeah. just boring and annoying, but Shay Mitchell's really cool. Shay Mitchell's like, like, I think she's like the most beautiful girl. Oh in my the God. World. I, so I thought that when I first saw her, I was like, she's yeah. so beautiful. But then Emily annoys me so Emily, much that I yeah, stopped I thinking that. And I started to think <laughs> yeah. that like Hannah was prettier and I Spencer her, was prettier. I follow her on Instagram. So really? I still see like, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. I mean, but I like her a lot. Awesome. She's actually really cool. And she, no, she is. She's like the most cool. beautiful person in the world. She just, I just like yeah. stopped thinking she was because her personality sucked so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't that. Um, and then I just have one other thing, but it kind of brings it down a little bit. So do you want to tell me your That's thing okay. first? Sure. You're going to bring it. Okay. <laughs> but did you, did you see what I posted on Facebook the Yesterday, yeah, probably it was not. A crack, a crack. It was a cracked article about the ti- so. about Titanic. So, oh, I did see is, that, but I did not read it. Okay, it's it blew my mind. Like, it's, it's I, I don't know where they got it from or where they. I, people have these theories that James Cameron originally meant for Jack to be either a transgender man or a lesbian, hmm. like a woman. And they just go through all these scenes, and it just makes things make so much more sense. I mean, I'm certain that that's not true, because the story is just intended to be a love story. No, but (laughs) that's not what... No, I'm not saying that... It wasn't saying that that's what it's supposed to be, Mm -hmm. but it was saying that it was originally... Like, that was the original idea. Hmm. But then he, he, like, chickened out and didn't do that in the end. But, like... It, yeah. Read read the article. It, it I'm gonna I'll we'll link it somewhere, but it's like it really is interesting and like just all the stuff they said about it. I'm I mean, it now, first but. of all, you know how I feel about fan theories. Um and second of all No, it's not a fan theory. Like, I mean it is though. Like where do they get that information from? Is that just from well, things that I, they see in the movie or is that something that's like a rumor that people think like that he's said or something before? I'm going to, it's about stuff he said, like some Okay, stuff I'll said. read it. It's not just a fan theory. It's okay. like substantiated. I'll have to read it. 
But that just doesn't make sense to me, especially for the time that the movie came out and like the the fact that it's such a just generic love story. (laughs) No, but I get that, but I just can't see that ever being the idea. I know, but you have to read the. I I told you already. I'm gonna read it. Jesus Christ! (laughs) I'm just giving you my damn opinion. Sure, Relax. You don't even know. You don't even know what to have an opinion about yet because you didn't even read the article. Oh my god! Stop arguing with me. This is not good I'm podcasting. Not. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! I told you I've got to read it. I just think that it doesn't yeah, sure. make sense, but I'll read it and then okay. maybe it'll make sense. Jesus. All right. I'm just trying to like. I I I just wanted to like give you good points to think about it. But. Okay. That's why I was trying to pull it up, but it's fine. Okay. You can if you want to. No, it's all right. It'll take me too long to find, like, specific sentences. That's something that um, most podcasters prepare first, but you and I just don't do things like that. Well, yeah, I wasn't, I didn't, this wasn't, this isn't what the episode's about, so I wasn't thinking about it ahead of time. I feel you. So, my only other thing is... um, I don't want to get into politics or anything like that, but um, with this whole school shooting thing and all these cool kids coming out and being really awesome and inspiring, um, it made me think of the Jimmy Edwards episode of One Tree Hill, um, which always kind of resonated with me. Not that I ever lived through a school shooting, but I always thought that that episode was really important in thinking about um, caring about people's feelings, even the weird kid in school, like, because you don't know what's going on with them and they have, you know, people can have deeper problems than you think. Um, and I feel like a lot of times with, not with like a mass school shooting, like the one that just happened, obviously that guy wanted to hurt people, but sometimes, um, a kid might feel scared or, angry or whatever and doesn't know how to handle it and comes to school and feels that way every single day and um I just think that if Jimmy Edwards like as Jimmy Edwards came into the school he didn't intend to kill anyone he didn't intend to hurt anyone he just wanted the pain and the anger to stop and when Keith found him and talked to him he said to him it gets better And Jimmy Edwards never got to live to see it get better because he had access to a gun. And if he didn't have access to a gun, he wouldn't be dead. And I know it's not real, but it's based on things that really happen. And the idea that teachers having guns would have prevented that is insane. And Jimmy was not, he, he had problems, he was depressed, he was angry, but he wasn't mentally unstable and like he had a problem and he cracked and because he had access to a gun he was able to do that um if he didn't he would have been like me and just hated his life throughout high school and then it would have gotten better for him and I just wanted to say that and I think that that episode's really important I know it's just a dumb tv show but One Tree Hill actually means a lot to me and (laughs) has changed the way I feel about a lot of things and I feel like um especially now uh one Tree Hill should be on Netflix so that people could watch that. But Netflix took it away from us. Yeah. So, <laughs> on that note, um, if you're a member of the NRA, I don't want to hear it. Anyway. Um, I just don't understand why people who are lawful gun owners, who follow the rules, don't 
want there to be what don't why do they care I know. it's harder to get guns for people like they'll still be able to have them if they're following the rules because the nra it's safer for them too it doesn't make any sense because the nra has come up with all this crazy brainwashing propaganda that's telling all these people that the liberal crazy the liberal agenda is to take away their guns and take away their rights and like they they've yeah. just fed into this it's bullshit right. that the nra nobody's has taking nobody's trying to take away i know but they're rights. not listening and they don't they don't care and <laughs> the nra only cares about money and power and they don't care about truth and yeah again i don't i don't want to go too much into politics no, I, I think it's pretty obvious where we stand um if you've been listening to this podcast this long and you thought we voted for Trump, I don't know what podcast you're listening to. <laughs> but that being said, our dad has had guns our whole lives and I grew up around them and he always kept them out of reach of us and he has a giant gun safe that we don't even have the combination to. And yeah. like he always did it very responsibly and he uses them for hunting purposes which he does very lawfully he makes sure he gets his permits and he only yeah. hunts in places that are designated and he's very responsible with it and i think that if you're like that sure have guns but i don't think that yeah, you, should you should be getting automatic like weapons that. and i don't think no. that anyone should be able to buy a gun especially no. somebody you should have who to has prove that you're gonna follow those rules the way that he exactly. does like you need there's you i'm sorry like and like the kid whose lives are the kid who did the like, shooting that just happened. He had like gotten kicked out of school because he had emotional problems and everything like that. If they did, if they did extensive background checks, they would have seen that, and maybe that could have prevented yeah. him from buying a gun. Especially a nineteen-year-old yeah. kid should not be able to buy a gun. I'm sorry, that's no. crazy. Nineteen <laughs> is a if you baby. can't go to a bar and buy a exactly. Beer, you shouldn't be able to buy a gun. I don't think I know that eighteen is technically an adult, but that's it's not. You're a child. Um, I know. It, yeah. But 21 minutes into this podcast, I uh, don't want to talk about guns anymore. No. <laughs> I want to talk about fun things. And we're here today to talk about Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which... Um, I don't think there are any guns in this show. No, probably not. <laughs> um, it's probably, like, the best show that has come out in the last, like, few years. Like, new yeah. show. Um, it's so, so well written and the... Clothes are just insane. It's amazing. Oh my god! And um, Mrs. Maisel Midge is like the most yeah. beautiful woman I've ever she's seen so in cute. my life. I know. She's insane. Oh my god! And I'm so she excited. Just also, to... like, looks like I. She looks like you would know her, like from somewhere else. Yes, like, she, she does. She, she looks look like someone. She, like, mm-hmm. like she looks like somebody else. Like yeah. Like. But she's not. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, I've never seen her in anything. She's in a bunch of stuff, but nothing she's that I've ever fantastic. seen. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, but she, and she's, she has so much personality. She's, like, definitely an Amy yeah. Sherman Palladino girl. Also, I love that Amy Sherman oh, yeah. Palladino just loves really pale girls with dark hair. <laughs> with dark hair. <laughs> yeah. That's just her thing. I mean, she that's is true. that. Um, yeah, that's true. She is. <laughs> yeah. So she's probably like me and they just a little wants everyone yeah. to look like that. oh man i love it um and alex borstein too is just fucking amazing in this show i mean i love her and she's good in everything that she does but Susie meyerson is such a cool character i know i know 
I know. There's no other character like that in TV. I know. She's, she's awesome. So cool. And she is like, Alex Borstein is obviously like the perfect casting for that. She plays that yeah. like to a T. She's amazing. Um, that being said, I guess we can get into the cast. So the girl who plays Miriam Midge is Rachel Brosnan who is awesome, and I really hope to see more things from her in the future because I really, really like her. Um, and then Michael Zegan is Joel Maisel. Joel, um, that is Midge's mm-hmm. husband, husband, estranged husband, um, separated yeah. husband. Um, I mean, hope to be ex. He cl- clearly still loves her, but she has no business being with a man like that. Um, yeah. Although he I've sort of redeems feelings. himself in the end, in but the end, like yeah. that doesn't mean that they should get back together. I think that no. she needs to be on her own. Um, if anything, she should be with um, Lenny Bruce, but that's Lenny just my Bruce, opinion. I know. <laughs> I'm just madly in love with Lenny Bruce. Yeah. And I was looking at pictures of the real Lenny Bruce and Luke Kirby. Mm-hmm. So Luke Kirby's the guy who plays Lenny Bruce. He plays mm-hmm. that character so perfectly. Yeah. He has the same he facial does. expression. Everything he does is the same um, as yeah. the real Lenny Bruce. It's so good. And then um, Abe Weissman, who is Midge's father, is played by Tony Shaloub. And Marin Hinkle plays um, Midge's mother. And then I have... So I didn't put, like, any of the secondary characters, like her friend Imogene, who's so cute. that I, I didn't put who yeah, plays her, but cute. she's so cute. I love her. She's such a good friend, too. Like, when, yeah. um, when Joel wants them to come on a double date with him and Penny, she just, like, refuses to go. And I'm like, hell yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a few yeah. guest stars that are, like, real, actual famous comedians. Um, mm-hmm. So I just wanted to talk about those. Uh, so Wallace Shawn is in it as Herb Smith, who is the hack comedian writer who Midge briefly hires yeah. after she bombs a set. Uh, that was the first time I was like, holy shit. <laughs> um, and then yeah. Jane Lynch is Sophie Lennon, who is the That's stand-up right. comic who does that stupid gimmick of her being a Queens, f- yeah, frumpy yeah. Queens girl, but she's actually like a really annoying rich a person. Rizzy, yeah. And then um, Gilbert Gottfried, is he's an yeah. MC at the strip club where Midge and Joel first see Lenny Bruce perform. That was awesome. Um, and then there's a few other ones that I just don't really care about that much, but those were my favorite ones. <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I mean, a little bit about the show, just a little briefing. Um, it's an American period comedy drama television series created by obviously Amy Sherman Palladino, mm-hmm. um, with along with her husband Daniel yes. Palladino, who are the creators of Gilmore Girls. Obviously, um, one of our favorite shows yeah. in the entire world, which is our first episode. <laughs> I'm watching it again right now. <laughs> nice. I just rewatch it all the time. I haven't in a little while. John's away for work, so totally whenever won't. John's away for work, I watch One Tree Hill or Gilmore Girls, and since I can't watch One Tree Hill so anymore, it's, it's Gilmore Girls. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> makes me feel anyway, like I'm series. not alone. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the series follows a housewife in 1958 in New York City who discovers she has a knack for stand-up comedy. The series pilot uh, premiered as a part of Amazon Studios' spring pilot season on March 17, 2017. 
uh, to critical acclaim and was picked up by Amazon for a two-season order on April 10th, 2017. So there will at least be one more season. Yes. Um, That's how much they liked it, though. Like, networks usually don't do that. They'll pick it up for one season and then see how it does. But they were like, this is amazing, two seasons. Yeah. It's also won two Golden Globes. Uh, mm-hmm. Best Television Series, Musical or Comedy, and Best Actress, Musical Hell Comedy yeah. for uh, Brosnan. Um, and received three nominations with two wins at the Critics' Choice Award, Television Awards, uh, Best Comedy and Best Actress in a Comedy Series for Brosnahan, um, while Alex Borstein received a nomination for Best Supporting Actress. Hell yeah. So cool. Yeah. She should have won. I don't know who won, mm-hmm. but Alex Borstein should have won. <laughs> yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't really follow award shows like that. No, so me either. Yeah, I don't, know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't care either. <laughs> but yeah, so like we said before, Lenny Bruce's uh, uh, the series includes fictional depictions of several prominent comedians, including Lenny Bruce and Bob Newhart. Mm-hmm. Um, and it drew inspiration from trailblazing female comedians like Joan Riz- Rivers and Toddy Fields. I saw a rumor that like there was supposed to be a Joan Rivers character, but obviously yeah. there wasn't in season one, but maybe there will be. I, I was fucking a- love Joan Rivers and I would love I that. know. I was actually just watched, after I read this, I watched, like, a found a clip of, like, Joan Rivers' comedy in the 60s, mm-hmm. and it is very much like um, Midge's comedy. I love it. Has, yeah, like, no, the yeah. the same, like, vibe to it. And yeah. Joan Rivers had a lot of the so. same issues with people being like, you're a woman, yeah. go home and take care of your kids. Why are you a comedian? Exactly. This, is, this is not what women do. You're not funny. Women aren't funny. Um, yeah. Obviously, Joan Rivers proved all of them wrong. She was very successful. Yeah. Um, also, um, anytime Lenny Bruce is on stage doing a performance, that, those are real Lenny Bruce stand-up routines that he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And same with the Bob Newhart That's stuff funny. that you hear. It's real. Um, it's actual yeah. Bob Newhart comedy that they, they are using. They're, um, repeating, pretending to be them, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. Um, that is cool. Yeah. This show is so good. Um, obviously we like comedy. We ran, I've ranted about comedy clubs at the beginning of this. So just that part, it's sort of like a whole series of stand up comedy acts. And then you get to see what the stand up co- comics do when they go home. That's sort of the whole show. But then on top of that, it has the layer of um, 1950s life of a semi-wealthy Jewish woman in New York City. So there's so many other layers to it. And then she, her husband's leaving her, which is just crazy and unheard of at that time. But she is stronger and more independent than people expect her to be. And she is obviously thriving by herself. Um, so there's just so many layers to this show that make it so good. And then on top of that, it's written by Amy Sherman Palatino. So it's my sense of humor. <laughs> and I know a lot of times it really feels like Gilmore Girls too. the way it does. the it conversations are. It's a good segue into my next, um, little bit. We have the same thing, don't we? <laughs> Probably. The Gilmore Girls <laughs> Easter eggs. The Gilmore Girls Easter eggs. Yeah. Were so, you going to read um, the article from entertainment? I think so. <laughs> yeah. I can read it if you'd like. <laughs> okay, that's exactly what I was going to do. <laughs> Go for it. Sure. Okay, so for those Gilmore Girl fans who have been missing Amy Sherman Palladino, literally the same smart article. Dialogue. <laughs> and for those, uh, oh, well, I don't agree with this, but, and for those who have mentally blocked out a year in the life. Yeah, well, I don't well, understand problems, people's still, disdain for. It's just, 
I don't think that they could have... I would have liked anything. Like, yeah, there were problems with it, but I just wanted... I want to see more Gilmore Girls. Yeah, so if like... If they're going to put out more Gilmore Girls, I don't care if it's bad. I want to watch it, and I'm going to like it. I don't... Because it's more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't understand what people are expecting. Like, that was more just Amy Sherman Palladino being like, people wanted this for a really long time. The whole cast is in. Let's have fun, and let's do something really fun. And let me tell yeah. my story. And that's it. Like, she wasn't trying to make something that was perfect make it, for all the fans to be happy. Like, in this to stupid tie up world. Every end. It was just, Exactly. This stupid just... world that we live in where the writers and the producers listen too much to the fans. I'm glad I that know. Amy Sherman Palatino didn't do that. Didn't. She did her own I thing. Agree. And she took some it risks. Been like and it was cool. It was interesting. Yeah, I think so. And mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't. Perfect. Okay, it had no. problems, but I still liked it. Yeah, and then on the other end, on the other end, there's Pretty Little Liars, where they did everything that the fans wanted. They brought all the relationships together that the fans wanted, but they told a terrible <laughs> story, and they ended it like with the most bullshit ending that ever existed. <laughs> See our Pretty Little Liars series finale episode to hear us rant about it for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do that. <laughs> You do if you feel strongly about it. If you feel the same way. (laughs) Because it was horrible. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, okay. Anyway. La-di-da-di-da-di. All right. So Miss Maisel's Susie, Alex Borstein, Mm -hmm. has a lot in common with Gilmore Girls' Luke Danes. A snarky streak, a penchant for hats, work in a food service hangout spot, and a disgust with the way kids always have sticky jam hands. Mm -hmm. I noticed that when I was watching it. I was dying. I was like... The I jam know, hands! And John was like, what? And I'm like, they're talking about jelly on the hands. It's the jam hands bit. <laughs> <laughs> to quote, they're, they're always sticky like they've got jam on their hands, Danes ranted. Even if there's no jam, somehow they've always got jam on their hands. I have no patience for jam hands. <laughs> <laughs> Susie echoed a similar sentiment while inadvertently holding hands with Midge's toddler-aged son. Why is his hand sticky? Why is your hand sticky? Where has his hand been that is now that is that it is now currently sticky? It was jelly, goddammit, Midge finally answers. Children get jelly on their hands. <laughs> so, any Gilmore Girls fan noticed that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Jam hands is a big deal in the Gilmore Girls world. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's true though. Kids I know. have jam hands. Kids always have sticky hands. They do. They do like always that. have and there's always like fuzz stuck to it, so there's like Black yeah. fuzz tucked to the jam on their kids' jam hands. It's disgusting. It's just because the kids don't care about, like, having sticky stuff on their hands. Yeah, they just, so like, they touch things. Yeah. And then they yeah. stick their jam hands in your mouth and all, all in your face gross. and stuff. Ugh. I hate kids. Kids are gross. <laughs> They're horrible. <laughs> Why do people have them? It doesn't make sense. I do not know. And actually, that's a thing that I think about a lot when I'm watching the show. I'm like, I wish Midge didn't have any kids. They just get in the way. Yeah, I think about that too. I mean, she doesn't really take care of them. I know. Much. Like, thank God her parents watch them and she gets, like, the neighbor to watch them and stuff so that they don't yeah. have to be around all the time because I'm just annoyed <laughs> with their existence. I wish she didn't have kids too. Yeah, it I would mean, be it's better. more realistic that she does because yeah. somebody married uh, her age in the, that time period would have would have kids. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. You get married, you have kids. Yeah, and that's that. That's what makes her show. You know, that's what makes her predicament in the show even more. Yeah, because also she's like in her mid twenties, still. Yeah. Like even though 
it's the time and she's supposed to be a wife and a mother. She's still young she's still and she young, wants yeah. to have fun and she wants to be her own person and she's still figuring out who she is because she's young. Um, yeah. So that's that's really interesting for sure, especially because she's like, yeah. I think she's like 24, they say, right? She's like really young. Is she that young? Yeah, I think that's what they say. Because she, she graduated college. Like 18. So, yeah. and no, didn't they get married after college? But then she would only be like, her, she has a, like a four-year-old kid. Oh, yeah, that's true. So maybe, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, they did go to, she did go to college. She did go to college, right? Yeah, and they didn't get married until yeah. after, I don't think. She was like dating that blonde guy in college. Maybe Remember? she's 26. Yeah, maybe she's 26. I like, feel like they like said Meredith she was 24, Blake. but maybe not. I don't know. Oh, like Meredith Blake, exactly. <laughs> 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 referencing a conversation we had earlier sorry people yeah. who don't know what we're talking about if you do know what we're talking meredith about just from, from us saying okay, meredith blake then let us know <laughs> uh, oh my God. anyway mm-hmm. so yeah so there are other easter eggs in this show as well um another possible nod to gilmore girls was midge's wedding theme oh my god yeah wonderland i yelled that, that out too sense. i was like that's what emily wanted lorelei to have for her wedding <laughs> Yeah. A Russian theme. Uh, yeah. That's what it says here. Um, yeah. Uh, well, it says it makes sense. After all, Midge was a Russian literature major. That's but true. Also, but it's also the same theme Emily wanted for Lorelai's wedding. Snow white roses, snow everywhere. Yes. Well, it would have been beautiful, Emily lamented. In many, in many ways, Midge might have been the daughter Emily always wanted. She loves clothes. She understands the appeal of a doorman building. And most importantly, she lives just a floor away from her parents. That's true. true. She's still like, because Emily's quippy. So I feel like, I feel like Midge's quips wouldn't bother Emily because Midge still like lives her life the way she was supposed to sort of. Exactly. I feel like Emily would be okay with. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I I think they would have gotten along much better. And Midge really cares about, yeah, like I like Midge's parents a lot. Midge's dad is Hilarious. Midge's dad is such a curmudgeon. <laughs> no, he's so good. He's so funny. No, he's that whole remember that scene after Midge's mom moves him out of his office and he's like in the living room trying to like maneuver around and look for his books and he's like standing on top of things and he's just like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out which way to go. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and yeah, he like he, is funny. he lets Midge like open up jerk. to him and he like Yeah, I guess. No, he's just like a a dad. He's just like a dad, you know. But he he cares and he's a good support. Yeah. And he even at first he's like telling Midge to go back to her husband and get him back. But then after he talks to her more and kind of knows what's going on more, he's like really against her getting back with him. He knows that she's better mm-hmm. off without him, and I think that's cool. He doesn't just expect yeah. Midge to just like do what she's supposed to. He wanted her to go to school. He wants her to be smart. Um, yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, that was it really mostly for that article. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of it's dumb. Um, Yeah. Yeah, It's not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Could have just been like a two sentence article. Yeah. Yeah. It was a dumb article. But I wanted to talk about it because I noticed those things specifically when I was watching it. And I was wondering if there oh, was more, which is kind of why I looked up an article. And there really wasn't more than what I noticed. There wasn't. But no, just but I was like, when we were watching that, I was like, the jam hands! The I know. Jam hands! Me too. <laughs> and then 
then, and even, but even like I said, like even just the way the dialogue is, is the same as Gilmore Girls. Like they'll repeat the same word 10 times in a sentence. Like they do that in Gilmore Girls too. Like they'll pick the one word. Like, I don't know. I can't think of a specific example right now, but you know. You didn't put the gem on the table? Like, you're going to put the gem on the table. You know, like, that's how they write things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just the way they talk. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. when uh, Midge and uh, Susie are talking to each other. It's very much yeah. like Lorelai mm-hmm. talking to Luke or, or yeah. even, yeah, even yeah, Rory sometimes. Yeah, it's very much like that. Because Susie yeah. is sort of like a Luke character, but she's also she like, like, I don't know. I feel like she kind of plays the role of a lot of the different characters talking to yeah. Lorelai. And then Midge is sort of yeah, like Lorelai, but also, like, not really. Yeah. Yeah. She's more, I don't know. She's, like, because she, like, went to college and she did everything right when she was young. And now that she's older, she's, she's sort of starting to loosen up and do, do things she's not supposed to. Whereas Lorelai growing up was a rule breaker and was bad and then as she got older tried to get herself together and started to like regret not going to college and stuff so I feel like she's sort of the opposite and maybe it's like the era that they grew up in like maybe if Lorelai had grown up in the 40s she would have become Midge in the 50s instead of because you really didn't have a choice like you couldn't do what what Lorelai did exactly because Lorelai had a choice I feel like Midge is a little bit more of a positive person oh yeah Yeah. And she, like, <laughs> has a good relationship with her parents and, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, she does. Yeah. But well, I, I should have been a stand-up won't, comedian, though. I bet Midge won't have as strong of a relationship with her kids as Lorelai does. Yes. Rory. Definitely. You can already kind of see that. You yeah. de- absolutely. I mean, her son doesn't even speak to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like that her kids are, like, pointless. Like, I they're just there. like I said, I wish they didn't even exist. I know. Yeah, like, the baby is a baby, so, like, nothing there. Yeah. And then the other kid yeah. literally doesn't speak and just watches TV. <laughs> and screams if you turn oh off Howdy Doody. Howdy Doody, yeah, that's right. I was trying to think yeah. of what it was. Yeah. Oh, man. That's so good. So funny. Yeah. It is really funny. Um, what else do I have? I had more, I think. Oh, I do. Um, no, not really. <laughs> Just want to talk about the show. Um, so, what else? So, Joel. Let's talk about Joel. Okay. Um, so, I didn't like Joel from the second I saw him. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's a dumb idiot. He's not a bad guy. I mean, he is, idiot. though. Like, the way he left Midge and the way yeah. he, like, acted in that episode. He's selfish. Especially. Very selfish. He's yeah. selfish and he just puts everything on her and doesn't ever for a second yeah. think about what she wants or her life or anything. No. And when he feels bad about himself, it's her fault. And she didn't yeah. do enough but she freaking writes his jokes for him. She makes a brisket to to get him every good night. slots every <laughs> night. Like, she does everything for that man, and it's ridiculous. And then he acts like she does nothing when things don't go his way. And, I don't know, he's just, like, such a typical 1950s man. Yeah. And it's just Well, that's why, yeah, I just feel like he's, like, 
I feel like that's be- so believable. Like, I feel like yeah. there's probably so many guys out there like him. That then like, cheat on their wives with their were, dumb yeah. secretary. Penny Pan. Penny is yeah. literally the dumbest person in the world. <laughs> I know. We'll talk about her next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, like, Joel... Yeah, and then Joel, like, he doesn't... He's never had to do anything for himself. Like yeah. His, he, his parents, his dad, like, gave, gave him a job with a family company and, like... Exactly. He's never had to do anything for himself. But then even with his dad, he, like, was too good to actually work with his dad in the warehouse. He needed to have a job yeah. in the office. Like, he, he exactly. treats everyone like that. That yeah. everything should be about Entitled. him and he's better yeah. than everyone and nothing anyone does for him is enough. True. He's a piece of garbage. I know. And then he wants to be a comedian and he's the most hacky comedian that exists. In fact, he doesn't even do his own... Stealing his other own, people's Exactly. Oh, my God. And then he tries to take the comedy book from Midge after he leaves her. And he's like, and she's like, I wrote them. And he's like, well, you wrote them for me. They're mine. Like, no, that's not the way that works. Those are her jokes. You're right. He's a douchebag. He sucks. She wrote them and you don't even use them because you use someone else's work. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, in the last episode, he definitely redeems he himself, better, yeah. but not to the point where he, she should be with him. Just to the point where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, you're not the worst human in the world. And you could see there was love there and all that. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Well, and the and the whole... It did kind of seem like it was very abrupt. Like, in the first... I don't know. It, the, in the beginning, in the first episode, like, you saw them together and, like... It was, you really did see how much a piece of a piece of shit he was because, like, you saw them together and, like, how much shit that she did for him. Oh, my God. And, like, she didn't like, even let him see her without her makeup him. on. Oh, my God. Yeah. And she would unhook every other hook on her bra to make it easier for so him. So easy for him. I know. Imagine how exhausting that would be to get up every morning. And, but then they show. Husband. But then they show that her mom does the same thing. Her and think about how long too. her parents have been married. Can you imagine? I know. Yeah. Every night she goes to sleep with him. And then when he's asleep, wakes up, he's asleep. goes and washes her face and puts her hair in curlers and puts her cold cream yeah. on and goes back to sleep and then wakes up early to take it all to off, take and, it all off and put on her makeup and pretends to wake up with him like... I can't believe it. Can you imagine? I'm watching that with John and I'm like, I look worse I than her when I'm done up when I, than when yeah. she's <laughs> going to sleep at night. Like, Same. Oh my God. Or like when, when Midge and Joel sleep together again after they've already separated and she yeah, doesn't and like, do her makeup and everything. Like that? Yeah. I know. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That was funny though. I know. But. Yeah, but, like, then in the end, I mean, who knows how he's going to act towards her about this, but the fact that he said she's good meant a lot. Like, it's not that he just beat up that guy because he was talking to his wife bad. He actually mm-hmm. was defending her her art, kind yeah. of, which yeah, which was big. That was big, for sure. I think, yeah, I think that there's hope for Joel still. I think he was a dumb, selfish self-righteous entitled yeah rich boy and i think he he could grow i want him to be happy i just don't think that they should be together yeah 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Not for not at least for a long time. Like I think yeah, I think they should be be separated for a while. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. She should just sleep with Lenny Bruce for a while. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so in love with him. He's so awesome. (laughs) That was so cool too. The way they met, (laughs) they were just like bailing each other out of jail. (laughs) (laughs) And he was just like, it's just cool that also in that world. I mean, obviously, someone like Lenny Bruce wouldn't be like, oh, you're a woman, blah, blah, blah. But it's just, it's cool to see that and see the kinds of people in that world that treat Midge like a yeah. person in like comedy world person. and take her yeah. seriously. Because exactly. most, most people didn't. Right, exactly. Um, but obviously, like, his whole thing was that he was counterculture and he didn't care what people mm-hmm. thought and he said whatever and cursed and... You know, yeah. Thank God for him, and yeah. people like him in that era that did that. Because then there's Midge who gets arrested twice for being funny and cursing in public, like literally. Like, sure, she flashed her tits at the, in the, at it, the first time, but the second so time the she cops, got arrested just because yeah, she, she just was cursing. So I know. Were the cops just like waiting outside. Yeah, that's what they said. Like, that, that's what that's what I think that's yeah. what Susie said. That the, yeah. they just wait outside and wait for people to say things that they can how come in and arrest insane. them for. I know. Did that really happen? Yeah, that's how bad, like, censorship was. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. You could definitely, I mean, especially in New York City now, you walk around outside with no shirt on. But even, <laughs> yeah. even like, t- 10 years ago, 20 years ago, if you flash someone in a bar in New York City, no one would care. <laughs> like... Yeah, you know? I know. It was yeah. a different world in the 50s. Yeah. Yeah, that's the world that the MAGA people want to go back to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, because it was really good for wealthy white Great men. for white men. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. It's just so, yeah, well, I'm about to get into politics. <laughs> this whole episode is. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's talk Penny Pan. So Penny Pan, her whole thing where she just kept repeating that name was so funny. She must have been like 20 or something. I think they said she was 21. I'm pretty sure they said that. Yeah. Yeah. She was so dumb. She doesn't know any better. (laughs) When Penny came to to the Midge's job oh and God. called her a tramp or whatever she called her. Tramp, yeah. Tramp, I think. I was like, how dare you? I know. You slept with her husband and stole him away from man. her. And she's the tramp because she slept with her husband. Yeah, seriously. I mean, who knows what Joel is telling her, but like, yeah, you know, like in those situations, the man always tells the the other woman oh i don't love her she doesn't do she doesn't love me she's you know whatever like yeah she knows that we're not together anymore or she you know who knows what the fuck he told her yeah generic man cheating on his wife with his secretary things i'm sure Mm -hmm. and i never blame the other woman but the fact that she came to her job the fact that she had the audacity 
to come. But the way that actress played it was so funny. She's like, I went to this department store and you weren't there. And I went to this department store, even though I don't think you'd shop there. But it's yeah. not really about where you Mendel's shop. And I don't think, yeah. <laughs> it's not really about where you'd shop, is it? Where you'd shop. <laughs> and then it came here and here you are. <laughs> so funny. She was really good. I know. Oh, my God. Well, like, do men like Joel really think that they're going to be happy with Penny Pan? You know what I mean? Like, I not just yeah. not just Joel and Penny, but I mean, like, in real life, because they're clearly based on real people. And things like that happen every day. Do men like Joel really believe? But especially a man like Joel, who had a perfect wife, like... Most of the time, that's in what real I life, don't totally get. It. Yeah, that's what that's what I, that's what bothers me a little bit about that. I mean, but that's what like, that's Joel. like what bothers Midge about it too. Like she goes and sees yeah, him, and he's in like the same the place life. as where he was yeah. before. Like what the exactly. fuck? But he even says to her, "It's because she makes him feel inferior." And like I said, yeah. like he, everything's yeah. about him, and everything that makes him feel shitty, he put on her as her fault, and. Her whole existence makes him feel shitty because she's beautiful and smart and yeah. interesting and funny and much better That's than him. I had to find somebody who was dumb. Exactly. <laughs> Penny made him feel like a big, yeah. important man. Yeah. And Midge made him feel yeah. small. Yeah. But then he realized that he was wrong because he realized that he was luck- the luckiest man in the world that a shrimpy little piece of shit like him <laughs> could get Midge yeah. Maisel. <laughs> Yeah. Ugh. He, like, grosses me out. Like, something about the way he looks and talks, like, makes me, like, eh, like icky. He's icky. Yeah. <laughs> just, that's the only word I can use to describe him. He reminds me of somebody that we know. Oh, yeah? Is our friends, friends with our dad. Huh. <laughs> you... I don't know. We're going ha- to have We're going to have to talk off air. But, yeah. I don't know. There's something I'm about his, sure. like, vibe. Ugh. He's so icky. When you tell me, I'm probably going to be even more icked out. <laughs> it's somebody who owns a used car dealership. Oh, I see. I see what you mean. Kind of yeah. the way he talks, like, too. And he's, like, that, yeah, that, that like, short, like, weaselly kind of yeah. guy. Yeah. I know yeah, exactly yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's just as icky. I see. I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. The ick factor is real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's just horrible. Penny Pan. But I also really enjoyed, I really enjoyed that um, cool underground record store. And oh, yeah. I liked that they used that. Like, again, a show that clearly knew the story that it was telling and, <laughs> and knew how to tell it. Unlike Pretty Little Liars. They planned (laughs) that out from the beginning. They showed this place and they showed, like, when they first introduced you to that store, they explained it to you, what it was, that they had all these underground records down there that nobody knows about and all this crazy Mm -hmm. stuff. And that these are these crazy guys that collect these things. So that it makes sense later when they get a recording of her 
and don't know who it is and they they care so much about it because that's what those guys do they're nerds and like you know so then they show them get the record and then in another episode show and and they show they even tell you like how joel found out about the place and he found out about it from midge like it all makes sense and it was all planned out (laughs) it all comes together (laughs) and i know that that's not something that you should be proud of but the fact that not every show knows how to do that, yeah. it's something that I notice. <laughs> but I thought that was really funny the way I knew, like, somehow, obviously, somehow Joel was going to find out. I thought that maybe he would just show up at the gaslight yeah. one night to perform or something. I liked that yeah, they did it that way because it was less obvious, but it still made sense. True. And also, that record could do anything now. Like, that's that's a huge bomb, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. anyone could hear that now. So, like, right now, it was used so Joel could find out about it, but who knows who the next person is that listens to it, you know? I don't know. Like, True. I don't know. It's cool. I feel like, I don't know, the show's just really good, and they do a really good job. I can't wait for more. I know. The only thing that I don't like, like, they spend a lot of time, which I know that they have to do this, but they spend a lot of time on Midge going back and forth if she wants to do comedy, and that's the part that kind of, like, was a little exhausting. It was, like, all in, I'm drunk, I'm doing this, and then, oh, I don't know if I want to do that, or, like, oh, I bombed, I can't do it, and I, I get it, and... They definitely needed to show that. Probably realistic. Yeah, and they yeah. needed to show that comedy was like is like hard, and you can't just do it yeah. because you want to do it, and it's gonna take you a long time to. But I, and like that's fine, and the bombing and the, you know, buying jokes from <laughs> a, a hacky <laughs> yeah. comedy writer, and like oh all of that stuff, I liked, and I thought that that was funny. But I just feel like they spent like two whole episodes on her like I don't know if I want to do comedy maybe I do Just maybe I don't forth. yeah that was the part that like was annoying yeah but then after that, that once once annoying. she was like in it and committed all of the all of the roadblocks made sense and like her then blowing up the spot of uh the famous Sophie what was her name Sophie Lennon and then mm, exactly. that backfiring in her face, the hard, that was, that was really interesting. Yeah. And, and I liked, I liked that they used Lenny Bruce to, to fix that situation because I just wanted to see more of Lenny. I know. Me too. For some reason, I really wanted Joel to see Lenny and Midge like talking and hugging or something. Like I just wanted <laughs> yeah. that to happen. I wanted to be like, your wife that you left for your dumb secretary Penny Pan is friends with Lenny Bruce. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I just wanted him to know that. <laughs> I'm sure he'll know eventually. I know. But like when, when he came to the gaslight in that last episode, um, when he walked yeah. in they were talking and I kind of expected something like that to happen. Yeah, and like maybe right. he'd get jealous or I don't know. And it didn't, yeah. but I always like when things get rubbed in people's faces in shows, like, for example, in <laughs> One Tree Hill, um, <laughs> in One Tree Hill, when um, Luke, Luke and Lucas and Peyton are getting married, and Lucas goes on his mm-hmm. book tour and gets to tell Lindsay that him Lindsay. and Peyton are getting married, that's a really good scene, and also when... 
Jess and Rory start dating and Dean sees them kissing for the first time. Yeah. I always love that because it's like <laughs> rubbing your face, you know? I like that. I don't know why. As long as the, yeah, as long as the person who's getting their face rubbed in it is Lindsay or... Or Dean. Or Dean <laughs> or Joel, yeah. Lindsay. Man face Lindsay. That actress is like insanely beautiful, but I just love that Peyton calls her man face Lindsay. I know. She just does not have a man face. Not at all, but it's hilarious. (laughs) I love it every time. Oh my God. Sorry about the One Tree Hill rant. Um, But (laughs) that's why I just would have enjoyed seeing Joel's face. You're not sorry about the One Tree Hill rant. Oh, I'm not sorry. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even like Lucas, but I like Peyton so much I that I enjoy that. Oh, God. Every time I watch it, and now I'm watching Gilmore Girls again and Chad Michael Murray as Tristan, and all I can see is Lucas and vomit, vomit, vomit. Yeah. You know, I actually sort of like Chad Tristan better than I like Lucas. Than Lucas. Yeah. yeah. Tristan has more of a personality, yeah, like, at least. And you feel bad for him a little bit, too. Tristan, yeah, and, like, you. he's just... He's just, like, acts out, and he's just, like, a dick teenager. Yeah. But Lucas thinks he's this righteous. He's a good person. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what angers me so much about him. And he's constantly like, no, I love Brooke, when clearly he loves Peyton. And same thing with Lindsay. It's like, why are you lying to everyone, including yourself? Stop being such a fucking idiot. You don't love everyone. I know. Like, you don't love all these people. I know. Like, stop lying to yourself. <laughs> Take a together. fucking Xanax and calm the fuck down, Lucas. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So much One Tree Hill references in this podcast. We could have just done another episode I mean, about One Tree Hill, I to guess. To be fair, <laughs> Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is a great, great show, but it's only been one season, so there's not that much to talk That's about. That's true. So it's fine to go on right I know, I was thinking about, like, going through each episode, but I don't really think that that's necessary. Yeah, I don't think that's necessary yeah, either. Exactly. I think we, I mean, I think we covered a lot. I think we still had a lot to talk about. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I also, um, I feel like I had something else I wanted to talk about. Sure. And it flew out of my head. But, um, I... I don't know. I just really, really, really liked this show. And I cannot wait to see the next one. And I just really liked... I liked the last scene um, with her doing that performance. And it was obviously amazing. And the way they ended it, I don't know, it just made me feel so good. And even the thing with Joel and all of it, it just ended so well. Like, they didn't really tie up any loose ends. But you could tell now she's a comedian. Like, it's real. It's happening. Mm -hmm. And then the next season, we're going to probably get to see the actual trials and tribulations of a woman trying to be a comedian. Whereas this season was more about her... Um, you know, losing her husband, figuring out that she is a comedian and that that's what she's going to do and figuring out how to start that and all that. So, I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens with her actually doing it. And every scene that involves her doing stand-up are my favorite because it's so good. Yeah. Like, I want her to be a real comedian so I can watch her stand-up special on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. Like, watch Joan Rivers. Amy Sherman Palladino yeah, should just, do stand up because she's clearly yeah, really good at writing should. it. Maybe she has. Maybe she has. I don't know. Like on a small scale. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. I really do love the show too. Like I just I love a period piece. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this show really has like filled the hole left by both Mad Men and Gilmore Girls. True. Yeah. Because it's got the aesthetic. It's got the aesthetic of Mad Men. Of the Mad clothing, Men. The ex- yeah. In New York City, you know. Mm-hmm. 
And then it's got the wittiness and the fast talking of Gilmore Girls. Exactly. And those are uh, two of my, like, I would say those two are up there in my all-time favorite shows ever. Me too, for sure. And it, it like, has the same feel of Gilmore Girls, too. Like, I feel the same way about it. I mean, not not exactly the same way about it because I haven't seen it 6,000 times and haven't been watching it since I was, like, a kid, but... It's also a better show than Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. Like, it's made well. It's yeah. made better. You know, right. like, well, Amy Sherman-Palladino has had a long time to get better. And yeah. it's also um, 2018, well, 2017, I guess, when this came out. So the production value is obviously better than yeah. the early 2000s. And yeah. They probably have a bigger it's budget. Made it's for, made by Amazon. Yeah, it was also made for Amazon, not for network TV. So it, exactly. They probably have a little more um, leeway, liberties they can take. Yeah, exactly. With, they can do a lot know, more. Just creativity, yeah. Yeah, which is really exciting. That's what I like so much about TV today is that you're not, unless you're watching network television, mm-hmm. and which is probably a huge reason why Pretty Little Liars was the ter- was worst yeah. show ever. Oh, definitely. They should have <laughs> ditched ABC I mean, Family. And but that's only else. a a piece of it though because we know it was the writing that really did it in but (laughs) yeah but also just the way they make tv now because like you never know if it's gonna i mean that's the it's always been that way that you never know how long a show is gonna go for but i feel like they have more freedom with like how many episodes they can do like they can sort of like figure out what their story is and then tell it in however long it takes to tell it. it rather than like you have a you know 45 minute time slot that's going to go over the course of an hour with with commercials and then it's going to premiere at this time and you know it has to go along with this and you can't say this and this and this yeah. and this like now it's like okay I have this story and I want to tell it and it's going to take eight episodes to tell it so Amazon says, sure, let's make an eight-episode premiere of this show. Like, yeah. that, like that's how they made Stranger Things. Like, that's how you can make TV yeah. now. Instead of just going episode by like, episode in, like, yeah. your time slot. I also slot. feel like those, those, those shows that were on the WB, like, that, you know, they had two, two shows on a night that were new or whatever. Mm-hmm. They all had to fit, like, the same kind of vibe. Like, yeah. they all had to appeal to the same audience. Right. And I feel like shows don't need to do that anymore. Like they're gonna they're gonna reach their audience no matter what. Like exactly. you don't have to appeal to the audience of that certain time slot right. on that certain network. Like you put your show out there and your audience is gonna find it now. Like you don't have to I don't know. There's not those restrictions in the same way anymore. Yeah. No, I agree. So. I like that a lot. And I think that mm-hmm. that's why we get such awesome shows like this. And also, like, TV has yeah. just sort of changed the nature of TV in general. What what people used to make movies into, they now make TV shows out of. Which, yeah. speaking of which, that oh, was yeah. another thing I, I wanted to tell like you. I don't even like movies anymore. I, no, I hate either. watching movies. They're all suck. <laughs> but they're making, don't like them. they're making a Heather's TV show. And oh, Shannon really? Doherty's going to be in it. That's awesome. I'm That'll be great. so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for that. TV but, is just so much better than movies. I movies know. are terrible. When was the last movie you saw? Like in the theater? Yeah, like new movie. Mm. I have not seen a good one. We so went. I can't oh, Coco. The last good movie. Coco. Oh, well, I guess that's a little different. But like it's Disney, Disney. animated movie. Yeah, a Disney movie. Yeah. Actually, Disney I mean, I movies have Moana. been getting better Moana lately. Yeah, yeah, Disney is different. It's a different story. Yeah, but Disney like, is the only know. company Even right like now that's making good movies. 
And that doesn't count such a for big deal about... some of the ones that they're making. But, like, the actual Disney yeah. classic movies and Pixar the movies classic, are really yeah. good. I know Disney owns I know. everything. Like everybody made such a big deal about Wonder Woman, and I thought it sucked. That's what I'm talking about. Like, all good. of those, like, DC movies and, like, all of that I crap. I do want to see Black Panther. Yeah, me too. I heard but, really good like, things I'm, about it. I heard good, but I heard good things about Wonder Woman, too, yeah. and I didn't like it. Yeah. I still want to see it, but we'll see. I, I, I never saw Wonder Woman still. Um, or did I? No, I didn't. I John and I talked about watching like the it. The beginning was good. The beginning was good. I liked seeing their, um, where she came from with all the women, like the mm-hmm. strong women. That, that was cool, but that was just the beginning. Yeah. And people like talk about it like, oh my God, it was so cool to see so many strong women characters, but that was it. And then after that, there wasn't any. It was all like these men that she was helping. Yeah. And, like, she was basically their weapon. Like, yeah. She wasn't... I also heard that they just talk character. about how hot she is the whole time. Like, every, that's do. all they anyone says. how hot she is. Yeah. And then all she... They use her as, like, a weapon, basically. Yeah. That's really so irritating. Not, I don't... I, I don't get why people are talking about how great of a feminist movie it is. It's not. I love Gal Gadot, so I really wanted to watch it just because I love yeah. her so much. She's... She and the character Han are my favorite parts of Fast and Furious, which is one of my favorite movie franchises. Um, I really love it. But seriously, like, she is so good in those movies. And those are movies that are really lacking strong female characters. Like, uh, obviously, you have Michelle Rodriguez, and she's in all of them, and she's amazing. But other than her... There really is no one until Giselle, who is Gal Gadot, and mm-hmm. that wasn't until like later, se- later episode, later movies, whatever they are. Should have been a TV show. They made enough movies of it that it could have been a TV show at this point. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> um, but the, I don't know. I like responded so well when I, because like I had never seen them before until a couple of years ago. And the first one's really funny because it's really bad and, like, was made a long time ago and it's just, like, really poorly made, you know, whatever. So, like... I might have seen the first one. I enjoyed it just because of how bad it was. And then after that, I was like, eh, I don't know if I like this. But then I got to Tokyo Drift, which is a really unpopular opinion, but that's my favorite one because of Han, who became my favorite character because he's, like... The rest of the guys are just, like, dudes that drive cars. And then Han is this, like... I don't know. He's just a much different kind of character, and he's really cool, and I'm actually kind of madly in love with him. He's very attractive. Um, (laughs) But then Giselle comes, and she's, like, this perfect, hot, beautiful woman, and she's good at driving, and she's really smart and strong, and she becomes Mm. part of them, and then her and Han get together, and then they both fucking die. Sorry, just ruined the movie. (laughs) (laughs) They they bring together my two favorite characters and then they kill both of them. But you know Han dies from the from Tokyo Drift because it's like it's like in the future and then they go back. It's yeah you have to watch it. Anyway, uh, end of Fast and Furious rant. <laughs> That's why everybody hates Tokyo Drift though because it's just sort of out of place. Like they just go to a different yeah. time and then it's not about any of the main characters. It makes no sense. But then they tie it all together later. And the people who watch Fast and Furious are just too dumb to get it. I think that's the problem. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Most of the people that watch it are just not that smart. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Speaking of which, did you go to the Fast and Furious gift shop when you were in Universal? They got a car in we walked, there. 
We walked by it, but we didn't go inside. <laughs> they have, like, clothes for, like, the stereotypical typical douchebag that watched Fast and Furious, you know? Like, those yeah, shirts sure. that look like graffiti, you know? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I wanted anything no. from there. So <laughs> we went we in there, and me. even John didn't want anything from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they had a car, so it was cool. Anyway, yeah, sure. um, I guess that's it. Unless you have yeah. anything else you want to say. Not really. Yeah. I think we covered pretty much everything. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I want all the clothes that Midge wears, and that's it. Me, too. And I want to look just like her, because she's perfect. Yeah. You know, whatever. (laughs) And I can't wait for season two. I know. Well, actually, Um, that was another thing I wanted to talk about, was, like, her job. I, I kept saying for the first couple episodes, like, Get a job. <laughs> like, you're, yeah. you're being treated like a child by your parents, but you're an adult mm-hmm. who ha- got married and had children. You need to get a job <laughs> and be your own fucking person. And the fact yeah. that she, like, goes and gets a job in at a beauty counter, it's, like, the, per- like the perfect thing it's she could have done. So I loved it. Because she's, like, good at that. She gets to talk to people. She's beautiful. She obviously knows about makeup. And that is, like, a decent job that she could make a good yeah. amount of money at. And she probably makes commission. And that was, I don't know. Probably. I just really liked that. And I love her coworkers. Like yeah. They're yeah, so she funny. She like, be around other women. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I like that. I liked that a lot. That was cool. Obviously, there aren't a lot of options for a woman to get a job, even no, though she had a college degree and everything. But I know, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, in this world, honestly, you get a college degree, you end up working in a re- in retail anyway, because That's there's true. no jobs anyway. But <laughs> good point. Yeah, most of the people that I worked with in stores had college degrees. So yeah. Mhm. Yep. So it's really not that unrealistic, even in the, today's world. But. Yeah, I guess that's it. Totally. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's all. Uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and oh. uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Wait, what? I had another thing. So this is like kind of way after the fact, but we got an email. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I did already talk about Never mind. I think we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We talked about this, like, on our last episode, I think, which was, like, four weeks ago, so I already forgot. Yeah. <laughs> on our last episode that wasn't... Yeah, that wasn't the crossover, the crossover episode. Yeah, by the way, I don't know if any of you guys listened to it, but we put out an episode, um, what was that, two weeks ago? Last week? Yeah, La- two weeks, two weeks ago. ago. Um, that We've been was... kind of consistently doing every t- every other week. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah, we have. We just didn't actually record our podcast two weeks ago, but... Yeah. We tried to make it as much about this as about that. It was just obviously to the format of my other podcast. So if you're not already listening yeah. to Disney Girls podcast, um, you should, unless you have like a really strong hatred for Disney, then don't. But it's pretty much the same <laughs> as even this when we talk about Disney, yeah. except we actually do a lot more research on that podcast. <laughs> uh, but we still never know what we're talking about. Um, but I think like first, okay, do it makes sense to do research and about Disney stuff because like it's actual useful information, especially like 
when you're talking about the parks and all the stuff at Disney. Yeah. Like, it's actual useful information for people who are listening to your podcast. Nobody wants to... I don't think... Do people actually want to listen to a podcast where we're just reciting facts about TV a- shows? Apparently, they do, Natalie. One star review. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two star review. I just whatever I don't understand. <laughs> apparently, they do. Like, well, I and could, I know that, like... could do more research, but would that be... Fun. I don't. Um, so. I wouldn't have any fun, and the only reason we do this podcast <laughs> is to have fun. Nobody pays us exactly. to do this. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to do the disclaimer at the beginning of this podcast. If you want facts, don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but There's some facts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like the the, the air date, except that we get it from Wikipedia, so it could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I get it from IMDb. Less likely for that to be wrong. True, true. I usually get it from Wikipedia. Me too, because it's more, like, the the stuff that they put on Wikipedia is more interesting. You know, like, IMDb, it's really just facts. Wikipedia, they give you facts and sometimes, like, other flair. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They give you flair. And I'm all about flair. Um, I prefer fun facts. I prefer fun facts. Boring facts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Anyway. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Marvelous Miss Maisel. If you have opinions or anything you want to tell us about it, let us know. Um, if we were wrong about something, keep it to yourself. It's fine. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Unless we were, like, really blatantly sure. wrong about something. I mean, if you're really offended by something we said to you, know, let us know. No, don't. I because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer not to offend anyone, but you know. Yeah, but like these days, people get offended by everything. If if I said something <laughs> really outlandish, sure. But like, yeah. I'm you know, other than that, I'm really not responsible for the words that come out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, um, yeah. So thanks for listening. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Yesterday was my birthday. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Happy birthday, Natalie. Woohoo! Balloons fly in the air. Also, I meant to ask you, is your birthday party like themed? Am I supposed to dress up as a mermaid? You don't have or to, but you can. <laughs> you don't have to. I'm not sure that I have the proper attire, but I'll try it's to figure really, something out. Yeah. I'm sure most people will not be dressed up in any kind of way. I have this. I'm wearing shirt. a green sequin dress that oh, also cool. like kinda looks like mermaid. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But what other I than that, I'm not really dressing up either. Like I got like a shell necklace and a sequin mermaid dress. Not mermaid dress. It's green sequin dress. Meredith had a mermaid themed party for her twenty first birthday and she had mm. like a shell crown thing. That's what you need. This will be my eighth twenty ninth birthday. Eighth twenty first birthday. Eighth twenty ninth birthday. How the fuck old are you? <laughs> eighth twenty first birthday. Um, if she still has that crown and wants to lend it to me. Um, I don't know know how I would get it from her between now and then. Yeah, Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, thanks for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe. Unless you didn't like it, then I don't understand why you waste your time rating and (laughs) reviewing. (laughs) Stop wasting your time. Go get a pizza, learn how to sew, pizza. learn how to knit yourself a scarf, do something else with your damn Learn Spanish. Time. Yes, learn Spanish, okay? Watch a muzzy tape. Watch a muzzy tape. <laughs>
<laughs> Watch a muzzy tape and learn how to speak. Je suis la <laughs> learn how to speak French. <laughs> or something. Yes, that's French. There's there's speaking. No, those children aren't French. They're American. <laughs> okay. Shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> anyway. I hope you have a wonderful day and uh yes. see you later. And follow us on Instagram yes. and Twitter at Raised by TV Podcast. RBTV. What is it? R- RB at Arby's. <laughs> Arby's. At rbs.com. <laughs> follow us on Instagram and Twitter at t- Twitter. I said, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at rbtv podcast, and send us an yeah. email at rbtv podcast at gmail.com. Um, and that's it. And don't go to Arby's. Goodbye. Since this is the perfect spot to learn, teach me. Right down to the XYZ of it.